The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. The FDA changes informed consent and allows the masses to be experimented upon. I want you to have that register because this is not an exaggeration. It's amazing how many times I do headlines that I I look at it and, th- and think, is it an exaggeration? It's not. It's not an exaggeration. This is what they want to do. It's kind of scary because they want to open up the doors to do a whole bunch of stuff, clearly. The FDA, in changing the informed consent, basically allowing them to, by their definition, experiment on masses as long as it's deemed, you know, something that's not going to harm masses of people. But they're going to get to define it. So, like, if they wanted to do an experimental spray out of an airplane over a city and they don't feel like it it's something that would cause great harm because they've tested it here and there something like that they could actually put into the guidelines where they can do that you know i'm just i'm just using that as an example i don't know what they want to do with it that's also what makes it scary because we don't know what they want to do with it Dr. Naomi Wolf was breaking this down. We also have Glenn Black back uh, later on in the show. I'll show you what he had to say. Something totally different, just about who we're really fighting. And I found it interesting from his point of view, and I want to bring you some of Glenn Beck as well later in the show. But let's first get into what Dr. Naomi Wolf had to say. And this, this, this is from Bannon's War Room, but it is it can it it can scare people. Not trying to scare you, it's just it is what they're trying to do. Take a listen. Uh, believe it or not, the FDA is up to their old deceitful lying tactics, but this time it has to do with informed consent and studies and research. Can you walk us through the changes that they've instituted? Well, they just don't quit, do they, Natalie? Um, <laughs> so this is actually a very good piece by The Defender, uh, which is Children's Health Defense. And it's um, about a new regulation, a new ruling issued by the U.S. FDA, our favorite agency. Um, and now that they've been found guilty of having violated so many people's informed consent by rolling out these poisonous, debilitating, sterilizing, and sometimes murderous injections, they've just changed the definition of informed consent so that they will be in the clear in the future if they want to experiment on us without our knowledge or permission. So what they did is they implemented a provision of the 21st century Cures Act, um, which is a law from December 2016. And what what it does, and I don't even, I'm not a lawyer, but I don't even get how this is possible. They created, and they're not Congress, so I really don't understand how it's possible, but they created a ruling related to this law that makes the law do things that international law and domestic law on informed consent does not permit. Um, Just a reminder to everyone, we all are subject to Nuremberg laws and Nuremberg codes, I beg your pardon, which say that you can't 
you know, you can't, and, and they were put in place as international law after um, the Nuremberg trials uh, at the end of World War II. And the reason they were needed is that all of the unlawful, non-consenting, horrific experimentation, medical experimentation on prisoners, um, Jewish prisoners and other, you know, gypsy, homosexual, so on, prisoners of Nazis came to light. And so the need was obvious that you need to prevent this going forward. So it is literally illegal to um, to do something to someone in the United States medically unless you explain the risks and benefits benefits and get their affirmative consent. And you certainly okay. So basically, what they're doing shouldn't be legal, but they did it anyways by changing the rule. They're betting on go ahead and stop us. We got corrupt courts. They're betting on, we're going to do this, and America has gotten to the point where do we really think we'll be able to stop them from doing it, even though they shouldn't be allowed to do it? So, look, they do stuff to us without it being legal already. But for them to change it and then try to legalize their actions going forward, it just shows that they have something they really, really want to do. And it's a protection in this way. They can say, no, we changed the rule and stuff so that if someone does come after them, it'll take years and years of court fighting in order to ever stop these people. This is what they've learned. When time is short, when you're in battles, that, like the type of battles we're in, we don't have time for years of court battles. So they don't care about being fought in court down the road. that That's very scary. And that shows they'll do whatever. More. They cannot experiment on them without their affirmative consent. And there are like detailed forms you have to sign if you're the subject of a clinical trial or a, you know, medical experiment, essentially, um, which details that this may have you know, risks and here are the risks and uh, do you affirmatively consent and you have to sign it before anything can happen. Well, that's all in the rear view mirror of history now. Um, the new uh, rule is supposed to, you know, your last segment, you were identifying kind of um, new speak, uh, you know, civic listening. Well, this is new speak. Um, you can experiment on people without their consent now in order to bring new innovations and advances to patients who need them faster and more efficiently. So the critical thing for your audience to know. Hold on, before she gets to the critical thing that you need to know. I'm sitting here listening to this. How much is this China behind the scenes bought and paid for our politicians or are tied up in our FDA? And well, Dr. Fauci, he's just an evil man. So who, who knows? Uh, but how much is this our foreign enemy's influence going to war with us? And that's really all it is. And they just have learned that America is blinded by money. And if you can show these people a pathway to money, they pretty much will allow anything to happen. Back to Dr. Naomi Wolf now. Here's some critical things she wants you to know know is that the final rule, quote, allows an exception from the requirement to obtain informed consent when a clinical investigation poses no more than a minimal risk to the human subject and includes appropriate safeguards to protect the rights, safety, and welfare of human subjects. Who's to decide? Of course, not you anymore, my friend. Um, who's going to be deciding if there's any question? 
an institutional review board, the same kinds of technocrats who brought you mass murder, genocide, democide, uh, mass sterilization, and so on. Um, and the International Review Board can waive or alter certain informed consent elements or waive the requirements to obtain informed consent under limited conditions. For instance, certain FDA-regulated minimal risk clinical investigations, such as the kind that we have been busting open for all of you for the last two years as being so appallingly unlawful. Um, and the last thing I want to say and then I promise I will pause, is that <laughs> rightly, RFK Jr. and other critics, um, uh, uh, Robert Lyons-Weiler, for instance, have, I'm sorry, James Lyons-Weiler, it's been a long day, have pointed out, well, RFK Jr. interestingly says that this opens the door for um, medicines or uh, ingredients that um, entities want to test. And we've seen the close relationship, the united relationship between corporations, for instance, and the FDA um, with the Pfizer documents. But he warns that this allows for spraying, for instance, of some substance they want to test. Gee, you know, what does this do to the people? Let's just spray them. Yeah, let's go down to the subway in New York and spray one subway car. Well, it's because... As long as it's within the parameters of we know it's not going to kill the people, but we need to see the effects it's, it's in the long run so that we get better information to, to actually help save lives. Folks, to me, it, it has nothing to do with, obviously, they don't really care about saving lives. So it, this just seems like this is what happens when you don't have a country. And you have globalism. And then you, you've gotten in bed with people outside of your country who don't care. And then you worship at the altar of money. And then everything is corruptible. There is no safeguarding the American people. That doesn't even enter their mind. And I, I can't even explain it, to be honest. I don't understand how these people would do things that would actually could end up harming themselves. I do think they think about, well, I'm not going to release something that's going to come back and kill me. I do think they think about that all the time. This is why the COVID-19 vaccine has always been so scary to me because I've always said from the beginning, look, they've learned you don't just release biological weapons. It will get you. You will die too. But what if you could target specific people? What if you could weaken certain people or basically paint a target on them so that when you release something in the future, you know they're in danger, but you're not? And I always worried, is the injection, like in the military where they take a laser beam and paint a target on something so that the missile comes and hits that target? have people who have been injected and painted as a target. It's always been my number one concern and it is never tracked away from it. It is always tracked towards that's exactly what it is. And that's scary too. Um, let me go back to Dr. Naomi Wolf. It's minimal risk, you know, we don't know, of course, into the water supply or, you know, onto us, our, our air supply, um, aerosolized spraying. And he says it's not the first time. In 1966, um, the Army tested germ warfare dispersion in the New York City subways. 
the FDA is cheering it on. Um, James Lyons Weiler called the ruling wrong in every way possible when it comes to uh, the culture of informed consent and human rights and medical rights. And so you can literally imagine, I mean, we've been talking about, you know, the rollout of mRNA injections in our meat. And I literally have people saying, is it in beef yet? Is it in pork yet? Is it in chicken yet? And I don't know. And this regulation, this rule applied to a law without Congress's oversight or our consent makes it impossible for us to know, essentially. Okay. The mRNA technology into the meat. I know a lot about this because I've covered a lot. And I, I, I want to clarify for some people because they get really worried about this. And of course, you should worry. Um, but I, I want you to not get confused. That is not them injecting you with COVID-19 and you're going to make spike proteins because it's in the meat. If they, if they do the mRNA technology in the meat, what they're really doing is getting lipid nanoparticles you got to think of one bad thing is the technology itself. mRNA injections is a technology. Think of that as one bad thing. COVID-19 making the spike protein, telling your body to do something it would never do and instructing it like a Trojan horse to have your cells create the spike protein is a whole other thing. They're okay with making all the vaccines mRNA because let's say COVID-19 was what I said, a something to destroy your immune system, make you make the spike protein, paint a target on your body, okay? If the elites know that, they don't have to get the COVID-19, but the elites could take mRNA meat and be fine. And what I mean is be fine that it doesn't do what COVID-19 does, if there's someone who doesn't want to have children. See, the mRNA, we have learned, those lipid nanoparticles affect fertility more than anything else. So if they're trying to make everything mRNA or they're trying to slip mRNA technology into livestock and meat, they're really affecting fertility. Maybe they're. it's not even about you and me because that would get cooked off. If you're hearing stories about them doing mRNA technology on animals in meat, it could be the communists are trying to make sure that our our cattle and pigs and whatever else doesn't breed and we have food shortages. It could be that they want to mRNA technology the meat because they're trying to, just like with humans, depopulate your food. So it isn't about poisoning you. It's about making sure that there is a food shortage. So when I hear mRNA technology into the meat, I'd be more concerned that that is a secret agenda to make sure that we don't have as many chickens. We don't have as many meat products and that we end up having massive shortages and the farmers are looking around, why in the world are my animals not breeding? Why are they not able to repopulate? So it's that nefarious. And it's much more, that's much more likely what would happen. But but see, you have to know a lot of this stuff to under, to separate and understand this because you can get confused and think it has something to do with the spike protein and, all, and it, it wouldn't. I, I hope that clarified a little bit for you. Let me 
give you a little bit more of uh, Naomi Wolf, and I got to get to Glenn Beck as well. Take a listen. Dr. Wolf, if you can stick with us through the break. Oh, they're going to a break. I guess that's good enough. Good. Well, then I'll just go to Glenn Beck. That's fine. I guess that was where I needed to end anyways. Glenn Beck now. He he was saying, using his old chalkboard ways, you remember that and on Fox News when, when he was like the best host on Fox News. It was fantastic when he did those chalkboard stuff. He really broke down who the deep state really was way before anybody else. It was so educational. Yeah, you got to be a little bit, you have to kind of geek out on it in order to like it, I'm sure. Not for everybody, because very complicated a lot of times. He goes back to his roots, though, and he's talking about what we're really fighting. Um, and, well, I'm just, I'm just going to give it to you. Take a listen to Glenn Beck and what he was saying. And they're still pushing electric cars, which they know we cannot power. Why? Because when this all happens, wherever you are is where you will remain. Because you're dangerous. And they know it. So you're dangerous. Um, and, you know, worried about, you know, the um, weaponizing of the DOJ and FBI. Well, isn't that what happened on January 6th? Isn't that what happened to the pro-life people? Why are they doing these things? Why are they saying, if you're against the border, you're a terrorist, you're a, da you're a dangerous, evil MAGA person? Why are people like me who, you check my record against the record of anybody in the Biden administration, who is telling the truth? I don't, I don't need to beat my own chest. You see it now. Was ESG a conspiracy theory? Was the World Economic Forum a conspiracy theory? Uh, is CBDC a conspiracy theory? Is inflation a conspiracy theory? Is open borders and terrorists coming across our country a conspiracy theory? You answer. I mean, I've got a hundred of these things where they said, you got to be silenced. You got to be stopped. You're part of the problem that have all turned out to be right. So... Why are people like me, and there's a ton of us, that are just trying to find the truth, why are we silenced? For the same reason you are being frightened. And here's what's crazy. They're not only frightening, trying to frighten us, but they also need to frighten the Democrats. They have to shut them down from thinking. So This is very interesting, and I thought it was a key point. I've been telling you for a long time, just like with Glenn Beck, the American globalists aren't fully in on it. He, he, he's talking about the globalists, really. We understand that. And the elitist. The American globalists think they're in on it fully, and they're not. Why wouldn't they? they they've gotten rich. It's all paid off for them. It's not like selling out to China didn't work out for them. Washington, D.C. is the richest place on earth, practically, for richest counties. So what selling on America has worked out, but they're just looking short term. They don't look long term and they are like in a drunken state and you can't get them out of it because it worked. They are hooked like a drug addict on whatever is going on in Washington, D.C. I mean, 
I'm not even getting into the morality of Washington, D.C. Who knows what's going on there? I, I know it's a cesspool of nastiness. The point here is, is they are so entranced in their sin, selfishness, money, and it paid off for them for so long that they cannot see that they are running around with people who hate their guts and have been plotting, plotting to destroy them. And, they, and so some of the stuff they're doing is out of fear. Just look at the Biden administration and how it does not know how to handle Iran. Iran has nuclear weapons. That's what it means. And they don't know what to do. See, China is telling them, don't worry, we won't blow you up. And they believe them. I don't even, well, I, China can say that because it would be somebody else that they would just tell to do it. But anyways, you can't say that about Iran. So the Democrats are in mass confusion. They're scared, but they also are like in a drunken state and they just, they don't know what's going on. That's the way it comes across to me. A little bit more from Glenn Black. Oh, all they see is Hitler is coming. He's going to make a, he's going to make a, a, a dictatorship. I got news for you. If, if Donald Trump tried to become a, dict a dictator, half of the country that didn't vote for him and probably at least a third of those who did would stand up and say, uh, no, thank you. But you don't see what's actually happening here. The left doesn't see it. The Marxists think it's great. But the Democrats don't see it because they're so freaked out. They have them scared. They have you scared. So you become a useful idiot. And they hope that you will go and uh, do something crazy. We are All right, folks. You have globalists within this country, sadly, that want to push us into a one-world government. And you have the globalists outside the one-world government that are laughing, saying, we want America gone, and we're going to take over. And that's the battle you're seeing. And then you have everybody else that don't really understand the, the, the real, real truth is it's a battle between good and evil and God versus Satan. And it's really about Israel. Isn't it amazing how everything goes back to Israel? How, wow. Why is it always going back to Israel? Well, because the Bible is true. So I would suggest that you get right with God because I can't tell you what's going to happen exactly. I have an outline of what the Bible says is going to happen, and that's good enough. And what does God say in the Bible? He wants you to come to him. He wants you to repent. It's all about you coming to him. That's what it's all about. It's all about shaking you to the point where you will come to him. Don't put it off. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I love you guys. See ya. Hey, old peeps. Like and subscribe to my father's channel. Bye. Ow. <laughs> Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing in my show, you need to check out one of the other great shows from thenewamerican.com, and that is Behind the Deep State with Alex Newman. Have you checked it out yet? If you haven't, you will love it. If you like me, for sure, you're going to love Alex Newman as he gets deep into Behind the Deep State and all the shadiness, of course, that we know is going on. Awesome interviews. 
I mean, just massive information and you really can't find a better dive into the deep state than what Alex Newman does. So go check it out at thenewamerican.com.